0: Thank you for checking out the Mercy Hill Church Sermon Podcast. If you would like to know more about Mercy Hill, you can visit us on the web at mercyhill.cc.
1: Let's thank the Lord. Now, as we are having the privilege of celebrating 10 years of Mercy Hill being this family together, we want to acknowledge we did not get here on our own. God, obviously God, only the Lord you know, can do this, and he's been with us through all these different steps along the way. We also want to acknowledge that just on a human level as well, those of us who are here, we're here because of somebody else, other people who've helped us, who've brought us this far. And we want to acknowledge not only the goodness and mercy of our God, but also appreciate all the people who've invested over these last 10 years into making us who we are today. Um, and in particular, it's good to acknowledge, you know, it's great to celebrate together those of us who are here, but let's also acknowledge that there's folks who've been with us during these 10 years that aren't with us anymore, that aren't here now, that aren't participating in the celebration, but they still gave a lot to getting us to where we are now. And so just, you know, I want to appreciate that and acknowledge that, that there are some people who gave great service, poured their hearts out, poured a lot into this church, and for a variety of reasons have ended up not being here anymore this morning. And I'd just like to pray and invite us to join in together in prayer. And then Dave Prince is also here with Samantha, and he's got some great encouragement and words for us as well before we break for breakfast. So thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for your faithful presence throughout these past 10 years. God, thank you for the great head start that you gave us through the generosity and support of Living Word Church and Cross Point Church. God, thank you for all the people who served so well and who've been part of this family. And thank you for the privilege, God, of seeing you touch many lives throughout this community and around the world. And Lord, Lord, we're sorry too for where we've caused hurt or disappointment. God, we're sorry for where we've neglected people we should have cared for, for where we've been so caught up in ourselves that we failed to move towards others as you wanted us to, God. And Lord, we don't pretend that just saying those words makes up for our shortcomings. But God, we ask that your abundant grace and your great mercy would just lavish the forgiveness and healing power of the cross of Jesus Christ on every hurting soul, people who are here today, people who aren't with us. Lord, we pray for the mercy of your great love to flood each life, God. We pray, Lord, that you'd help us to keep growing in grace, God, to keep growing in your love and in the functional knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, to live in your Holy Spirit and to be the blessing you intend us to be as we love each other in this world around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Dave, would you come on up?
0: Good morning. I smell bacon on Ridge Road, so I just thought I'd stop in real quick. Uh, I just want to, on behalf of Living Word Church and the leadership team there and, uh, the entire church body, just congratulate you guys on 10 years of ministry. It's really outstanding. Some of us wondered if you'd ever make it this far, but double digits, congratulations. It really is a, a kind of a, an area of pride just for all the churches to see one another succeed and excel and kind of hit these mile markers, and so I just honor you guys for all your sacrifice, for all of the the ways in which you've loved each other, for all of the ways you've reached out to communities. Uh, it really is something very, very special, so congratulations. We celebrate with you. So if you know me, I'm nothing if I'm not just a little bit sentimental, so I backlogged into some of my old sermon notes, and so I found a sermon that I preached right before we planted Mercy Hill Church. So, would you indulge me just to read part of the introduction? Um, Because I want you to just maybe go back in that machine as you celebrate 10 years and remember the beginnings. Remember the the passion and the vision, the sacrifice. Remember kind of what God was doing. Because God has some great things. has more great things, many more great things for your next 10 years. You know what I mean? So, I preached this message. I I read the uh, parable of the sower and the farmer that goes out to sow seed on good soil, rocky soil, all that kind of stuff, and how the idea of church planting is sowing seed. And so here's what, the, uh, here's what I wrote to begin with it. We started a journey about 30 years ago, so 40 years ago this month, actually, for Living Word Church. For those that were around, those early years were profound and exciting. Lives were being transformed. People were experiencing the Holy Spirit for the first time. The foundation of the church was being laid. From the very beginning, the leaders at Living Word communicated a vision of loving and worshiping the Lord passionately and loving the people around them and caring for one another sacrificially. As an overflow of that, those leaders had a vision to plant churches. Some of you back then, Maybe even here, actually. Some of you have been around for most or even all of those years through thick and thin. Some of you have been more recently added. And some have left and come back again. But regardless, I'm very encouraged by the current Living Word family. I'm told regularly, I'm still told this, by the way, that Living Word is a special place. I hear that from people, that we are warm and caring that there's a special love for God that is resident in the community, and that there's a real manifestation of the presence of God when we gather together. I hear there's a deep spirituality in many folks that leads to Christ-like behavior and sacrificial living. And I bullet-pointed, I hear that from people that visit, leaders and pastors. I hear that by members that have moved away and then kind of come back again and say there's something special here. I hear it from visitors from Discovering Living Word and I hear it from Lori Colbert. Anybody remember Lori Colbert? Her parents who come to Living Word to see their daughter Trinity, not for my preaching, but to recognize the grace of God here. My point is not to make us proud or suggest that Living Word is perfect or better than anywhere else, but that the grace of God is present. And though we enjoy it, we may even take it for granted. It is not so that we can remain comfortable, unchallenged, or complacent. We are to walk in increasing levels of faith, following the Holy Spirit's leading. We must not be willing to accept shallow or self-centered expressions of our Christian walk. Nor can we be willing to simply go through the motions as a church. Our lives are to be growing and deepening in the love of Christ and in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Our churches must be places where Jesus is experienced and worshiped in profound ways. The vision of those early leaders was to have many five ten twenty these are my notes from ten years ago churches of two hundred to four hundred people not to grow into one mega church, and that these churches would have more than churches with a common history. But they would be a true community of churches, joined in heart, joined in mission. Churches that would have their own elderships, their own leaderships, but share a commitment to developing and growing together. I used an illustration then as relationships, like the friendships that we have. That these friendships that we have between the churches like friendships that you're at Mercy Hill. I'll say, Corey, you're my friend. So the friendships that we have, or maybe a friendship that you have, Matt, with someone at Living Word or Cross Point or Hope Church, that these just informal friendships are like cables that join the churches together so that we don't drift apart. It's not the organizational structure. It's not the, the bylaws and the, the websites that do that. It's the love and the friendships that we have for each other that keep our churches united as one thing. Because you can write it up on a piece of paper and it won't mean anything. But when you love each other and you share life together, even though you're in different churches, that's real. Four and a half years we planted our first church, Crosspoint, which is now 14 years ago. Crosspoint has been steadily growing and maturing, and is today about 150 strong, showing nothing but promise for the future. They are well beyond 150 today. In two weeks, we will commission our second church, Mercy Hill. Behold, behold the church. So I share that with you, not simply to satisfy my sentimental tendencies, but to remind us of the DNA and the journey that we're on together. Some of you were a part of the original founding of Living Word. Is anybody here part of the... John and Ruth, are you like the longest? Who else is there? Oh, Heather Stoner was born in church. Great. Thanks, Heather. It's true. Your family was one of the founding families. Absolutely. I was talking to your mom Friday night. Anyway, so some of those things go way back. And some of you are very, very new. And we praise God for that. But we're all on a journey together to have this DNA of churches that passionately love Jesus and that really do care for one another and that extends beyond just your own local church, but there's relationships and there's a togetherness in the churches that we have. And who knows if we reach the 5, 10, or 20 mark on planting churches, but God still has a lot to do in us and through us, and so I'm eager to see that happen. Amen? Congratulations. Have a great morning.